What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning into this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 42nd edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host, Matthew White, and we are here to bring to you all things sports. Matthew, how's everything going with you? Oh, it's going pretty good, Jeremy. How's everything going with you? Uh, it's going pretty well, going pretty well. Um, the second time I've seen you this week. Uh, in like 12 hours. Perfect. Very short span of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last night, we watched the Duke kentucky game and we will get into that later in this episode um did you at least enjoy our time together solid b plus b plus always room for improvement like i don't even what it's a b plus okay why why was it a b plus mostly because of the amount of people are bumping into my chair and, my, and Tony, the Tony Romo impersonator was giving everybody high fives. Perfect. Yes, yes. It was okay the first time. The other times, not so much. I mean, it happens. I mean, I didn't choose loonies on a Tuesday night uh, to go watch this game. Perfect. I chose another venue. You chose I gave a an... place that was allegedly cockroach infested. No, 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 no. We changed from that place. I don't see? know, Jeremy. See, see, I don't there, know, there, Jeremy. There you go with the false false narratives right there the 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 false narratives you're real donald trump out here (laughs) you are fake news yeah that's that's wild man that's wild uh talking about donald trump we'll i guess get into him a little later but uh in this episode we're gonna get into uh college football actually some college basketball we haven't spoken about college basketball in a while um then of course nba nfl we will, do some pick em. Yep, some pick em. Uh, we'll get into that. Also, uh, we will get into the, some of these uh, midterm election results during our Sports Free Zone and our Reddit topic of the week. Um, can you give like a preview of what you're going to say? For my Reddit topic? Uh-huh. It's about one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Wow. Okay. All right. My Reddit topic of the week is also about one of the worst. Uh, the all awful NFL team for 2018. Oh, so we will okay. get into that. We did not plan that. Not at all. Not at all. Now on to uh, college football. And the only game that really mattered over the weekend was the Alabama LSU game. Um, <laughs> my goodness. They covered again, right? They did cover. And um, not only did they cover... I didn't get the over. What was the over? Do you remember? I don't know. I have no idea. I just Um, assumed it wasn't that low. It couldn't have been that low. Uh, But Alabama defeated LSU 29-0 on the road at Death Valley. Shut out. Yeah. 
Got him out of here. I mean, there. It's a couple teams that they said that they're trying to be the best to ever do it in college this year. So I think it'll be exciting. See, now that's the that was the question I was about to ask. How good is this team? We have to really discuss this Alabama team in we, the conversation with best college football teams of all time. We gotta find somebody who is a very big college football buff. I'm not. I mean, I know enough about college football. We gotta see if this is one of the best teams of all time. We I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make my determination at this moment. Uh, but what they, do they need to do? But they are in the conversation with the early two thousand Miami Hurricanes. Mm. They're in that that conversation. Um, the USC teams also. Matt Leinard and Matt Leinard, Reggie Bush, yeah. Jarrett, what was Lindell White. There we go. And their defense. That's not that's the thing. I, I do got to look at their defense and see who was on those teams. I want to say like Ray Maluga might have been on that team. They had three crazy linebackers. Was, they I, had Maluga. They may have Clay Matthews. They had he, Clay, look. I think he, he was walked there. on to that team. Oof. I think. <laughs> so I got to look at that. But also good teams. the Miami teams of the eighties. Okay. Got to look at them. Um, the who was uh, really good in the early um, trying to have Notre Dame. Those couple Notre Dame teams in the, in the eighties too. We got. We really gotta go back and see if they're if they're really that good. But Alabama, I mean, they're in a conversation already, in my opinion, as one of the greatest teams of all time. When it comes to the college football playoffs, you want to? Uh, did you hear the rankings for that? No, I haven't. All right. So uh, obviously Alabama's number one, nine and zero. Clemson's number two, nine and zero. So the number one and two are not, you know, surprisers. Um, Number three is Notre Dame. Number four is Michigan after Michigan demolished Penn State the other day. So they're the top four. Uh, Georgia's number five. Oklahoma's number six. LSU dropped to number seven after being number three. Number eight is Washington State. Number nine is West Virginia. Number 10 is Ohio State. Now, um, Notre Dame has a favorable schedule down the road. Mm-hmm. Michigan, favorable until it gets to Ohio State. That's and I think game. they play at uh, at Michigan for that game. Oklahoma has a chance. Oklahoma and West Virginia have a chance of playing each other twice as the season goes down. Seems like because um, they do play later in the year. And then they may end up being the top seeds. So they'll play for the Big 12 championship. And Ohio State... I mean, they're in the mix because they're going to go up against Michigan. So if they beat Michigan, they'll be back in the mix. Kentucky, unfortunately, you know, two losses. They're not going to make it. But a team that some people are talking about, and it's far-fetched but possible, Syracuse. They're 7-2, and two, but they do play um, a, t- a couple of ranked teams along the way. And if they go undefeated and they actually you know, go un or go undefeated from this stretch on, they can end up possibly being in the college football playoffs. But uh yeah, it's getting real interesting now with college football, especially the month of November is here. And uh that's when a lot of the big games happen in college football. The culmination of the season. Yep, yep, yep. Now moving on to college basketball. 
We watched one game last night, mm-hmm. uh, but there was another game that did occur. So let's first get to that game. Michigan State and Kansas. Kansas wins 92-87. The Diedrich Lawson from Kansas, 20 points, 14 rebounds. Good game. Uh, leading scorer for Michigan State, Kenny Gowen, 17 points, 11 rebounds. The big game of the night, though, was one. the um, Kentucky Wildcats, number two in the nation, going against the number four team in the nation, Duke Blue Devils and Duke. It's pretenders against contenders. Duke smacked Kentucky 118 to 84. Never was in like question either. From beginning yeah. to end. Like tip off. <laughs> wow. They had 118 points in 40 minutes. Oh, they ran it up on them. Coach K Coach K had the starters in with like a minute and thirty left in the game. Perfect. He did. Like, <laughs> like they were still in the game. Running plays. They were trying to yeah, they were trying to score a whole bunch of points. <laughs> yeah. Uh RJ Barrett led the Blue Devils with thirty three points. Mm. Uh Zion Williamson, twenty eight points on eleven for thirteen shooting. The only downside of the night for him was he actually was in foul trouble. Like oh, he had, play enough. He he had three fouls and got them kinda early, but played played through it. That's the only negative aspect that I have for Zion Williamson so far. He went for thirty also. Yeah, uh, Cam Reddish, 22 points. Uh, so those are the three freshmen three. that started for uh, for Duke. Did not know this, but uh, David Robinson's son is on that team. I had no idea. idea why he was at the game. <laughs> no no idea. clue. And they showed him early cheering. And I'm like, yo. With a Duke hat on, just very confused for a little bit. I was sitting there like, uh, I thought homeboy went to Navy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, But yeah, his son played. But um so Duke had the number one recruiting class. Oh, they had this is an unheard of recruiting. Class. They had like three of the top five players in the uh-huh. nation last year, and then um, I think it was a total of like seven of the top twenty or something it's like way that. too many. And number two recruiting class was Kentucky. Oh, it's not comparable though. Thing about it is, it's not like Kentucky played bad though. Duke just played very well. <laughs> That, that's what it is. It's, it's not just like a big drop between Zion, Barrett, and Reddish, and maybe those other people that were. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's what we're, what it is. Uh, one game in, uh, way too soon. But it's time uh, to overreact. You know, it's my favorite thing to do. The question was asked on Get Up this morning on ESPN. Greatest college uh, basketball team of all time. No, nah, that wasn't that wasn't the question. But the question was, can they go undefeated and win a title? I don't know. Probably. They, you saw how they looked like yesterday. Look, if they stay focused, <laughs> they should go undefeated. Yeah, they're just that much talented, more talented than everyone else, and they have Coach K as their head coach. So they're in a position where they should win. They should do something special this year. Yeah, they. I, and as I've gotten older, and I understand basketball a little more, more and more, and uh, University of Maryland is not in the ACC anymore. I appreciate Coach K, and especially after the 2008 Olympics, definitely appreciate Coach K more. But um, I'm actually kind of like, like I don't, I wouldn't mind if this team wins. Okay. Like usually, I'm kind of like, damn, Duke won a title. Like that team with Jaleel Okafor Ooh. and Winslow and 
and um, the guard now that's Tyus out. Jones. Uh, Tyus Jones and the other guard. What's the one that was always tripping people? Oh, Grayson um, Allen. Grayson Allen. Like, I really didn't like that they won. Like, I just <laughs> yeah. was like, uh, this team isn't really likable. Hayden. Uh, but it was uh, this team. I actually would not be, like, upset if they ended up winning, you know. Because Zion Williamson. He's, like, the human highlight. Like, people have been... We've been watching Zion dunk since he was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Like, he just, you know, it was cool to see that. And now, he's left-handed with the worst left-handed jumper of all time. <laughs> now, looking, what, looking. What I liked about Zion Williamson, even his outside shots, it mm. didn't seem forced. Oh, no, no, no. It's not forced. It seemed like he took good shots. Yeah. Now. I think he's good at basketball. It's game number one. Time, it's our time to overreact, though, Jeremy. It's game number one, but I mean, he's obviously, in my opinion, already top three pick in the NBA draft. Next in the NBA year, draft yeah. next year, and number one is his teammate. Yeah, RJ Barrett. <laughs> number one is his the, another person on this team. I didn't even realize how often he shot too. He oh, shot he a lot of shots, but I didn't even notice because they. The thing is, when you take good shots, you don't even notice that. Gonna float offense. You don't even notice that they're jacking, but when you look at the stats, oh, no, like, he was whoa. Up. <laughs> Especially at halftime. He had a whole bunch of shots at halftime. Yeah. Now, uh, R.J. Barrett, 33 points in a debut. Mm. Most points for a Duke freshman debut. Second most, Zion Williamson with 28. He was hooping. They passed Marvin Bagley the third, which From set his year. record last year. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good list to be on. Very good list. Very Bagley good. went high in the draft the year before. Uh-huh. Definitely, definitely. Moving now on to the NBA. This week has been pretty exciting. Start it's off always with, exciting in the NBA. It is. It is. Um, I know we, we've said it numerous times already, but this NBA season, I've looked forward the most in a long time. The league has reloaded on talent. Like, there's so many... Not only good players, but like dynamic players. Like Car Anthony Towns, very dynamic player. Just like there's a, a new youth movement along with like some flashy veterans. That, like KD is a veteran uh-huh. now. Steph Curry's a veteran. Harden's a veteran. But there's still, the league is full of just exciting storylines and just great players right now. Yeah. I, and LeBron's a Laker and they're trash. <laughs> we will get into that. Uh, Derrick Rose. 50 points against the Jazz. 50 burger. was. Watch that highlight. It's great. Career high. It's cooking them. Who would have thought? I mean, when they said career high, I was like, hold on. He's never dropped 50 before? Yeah. I mean, but 50 is a lot. 50 is a lot. 50 is a lot. But he's had a lot of 40 point yeah. games. A lot of those. 50 is a ton. Um, He was very emotional after the game. Yep. And, and he should have been. And said, hey, you know, after everything he's gone through and, um, you know, the injuries, the criticism, and all of that. Did it when uh, Jimmy Butler didn't play, which was even... It like, makes sense, though. Like, he ate Jimmy Butler shots. He did, yeah. but also, like, they had the controversy with that because Jimmy Butler is resting oh, games when he wants to he now. Is a ter- he is terrorizing that organization. Yeah. He really wants out. They need to get... I cannot believe that they have not fix that situation already we're gonna talk about that later in the segment it's gonna come up when we get to another topic Ooh. in the nba agree uh, jamal murray for denver nuggets Hooping. 48 points Hooping. against the celtics and there was some controversy at the end <laughs> he's trying to go for 50 he was trying Quietly. to go for 50 uh shot clock was off you know five seconds left the game he took the shot 
Kyrie Irving and some of the other Celtics got upset. You know, they started, you know, jawing at each other mm. in the middle of the court. Being mad that he that he, that he just scored 48 points on them. Look, okay, I, I see both sides to this. Like, all right, let me see if I get this 50. The shot was an outside shot. Oh, definitely. It wasn't like he drove to the hole. Nah, he could have. Yeah. So it was an outside shot. If he makes it, he makes it. Um, and I also see Kyrie Irving's side. Like, bro, we've conceded the game. Yeah. And now you're trying to do it. And I also see the third dimension of this, or the third side of this. Third dimension. <laughs> I, you know, there are like unwritten rules, but I also feel like, bro, you shouldn't, shouldn't let him get to that point. You don't want me to get to fifty. Do not let me get to forty-eight. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Curry no, was upset. Curry was upset through the bath. He, it, <laughs> So, of course, Jamal Murray was trying to get the ball, the nope. game ball. Nope. And he, <laughs> no, sir. Not on my watch. Kyrie took the ball and then threw it in the stand. <laughs> hey, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Look. One of your friends did that on our California trip. It was amazing. California. Hold on. When me and Rika were in California, it was amazing. Do you want to tell the story on air? Okay. Me and Rika are hanging out with Kev. Kev's at the basketball court. Uh-huh. He's cooking like... Kev's pretty good. Kev, Kev, he all right. He's pretty good. He all right. He, he was right. hit. When Kev is good is when his jumper is working. Because, like, in the post, like, Kevin, you know, plays in the post a lot. His jumper was working tonight. He was hitting threes. And this one dude was not, like, happy about it. Playing very physical with Kevin. Like, just over and over. Fouling Kevin. Back and forth. They do a long inbounds pass. Kevin plays football. Yeah. Goes up. Picks it out. Clean. Just gets it. Turnover. Still. My man calls foul. Kevin is not having it. Punts this ball <laughs> 60 yards in the air. It's amazing. <laughs> Just great. It's nighttime. Nobody can find this ball. We get in the car, drive down the block to Kevin's house. Great. That sounds like a very good story. It was Look, great. That's something I would do too. Like, I'd be like, all right, you ain't getting this. Nope. I'm about to take it. Now, you of course, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving pulled a, pulled, a, pulled a Kevin. Yeah, Kyrie did uh, get, uh, get fined. $25,000. And it's rightfully. Because no, absolutely. At that, point in, at that point, no one is expecting that a basketball might be flying through nope. the crowd. <laughs> like, nope. it's not like the game is going on. Somebody and you're got looking. a very expensive basketball. Yeah, that night, so, um, you know, it, it, it is pretty dangerous at that point. Mm. You know, fans are just walking out and a basketball <laughs> could just hit you in the head. You know, so, yeah. That, so, yeah, rightfully suspended. Fun Kyrie Irving. Irving fine fact though I read this on Reddit today last time he got fined twenty five thousand dollars the Celtics went on a sixteen game winning streak okay so maybe maybe, maybe did it on purpose will, maybe David this will uh, off to a little slow start light a fire under his team he might be mad a team that definitely needs to be lit on the fire and someone may already be on fire uh-huh. Luke Walton and the oh my god Los Angeles Lakers. They just got. We just got Tyson though. Yep, just Ty- got Tyson. Tyson Chandler. Chandler. That's gonna help a lot. Tyson Chandler was bought. His contract was bought out by the Suns, and uh, now he cleared waivers and he will be playing with the Los Angeles Lakers. But um, there is word that Luke Walton's on a hot seat, and it's kind of been brewing since last week. But now all of a sudden, boom! After Sunday's game, it's like, oh, he's really on the hot. It's seat. It's not that this this win. Has this not happened with a LeBron James team? That's true. Like this, you gotta expect it if you're the coach. If you off to if you're off to a slow start, even if you're off to a good start, franchise like best start. Like what's what's my man's name that got fired from Cleveland? Tyronn Lue. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Oh, Ty- uh, before uh, that, Mike Brown. 
Oh, David Blatt. David yes. Blatt. Yes. Yes. Like, got like, them to the finals. You don't have to be... If you're with LeBron and you stumble a little bit, yeah, you could you could just be fired. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the thing um, with, uh, with LeBron James. Constant scrutiny. Definitely. Always under fire. Always. Always. Um, but, yeah, what, what's the record for the Lakers right now? Uh, a little a little and a lot. Three and something, I think. Maybe, no, I think they're four and whatever. I'm about to tell you right now, though. They are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not playing well. Enough. The Lakers four, are four and six. Four and six. And they had that. So they had a, a good win on the road against the Trailblazers yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. They um, beat Denver. Uh, yeah. They so they had the the big road win first road win first win against the Blazers in like seventeen attempts the last seventeen attempts the very next night you go up against the Toronto Raptors in L A on Sunday night without Kawhi Leonard and by the end of the first quarter they're down by like twenty points. Serge Ibaka was fourteen for four, fourteen for fifteen to end the game, but he was perfect that night. He had more points himself in the first quarter than the rest of the Lakers. It's ridiculous. So uh you had that happen. Um so the team's not playing well. Lonzo, not Lonzo, Lavar Ball has been quiet. But Lavar Ball spoke the other day. Mm. He was like, "Man, you know, I could I could uh I could play better. You know, I could coach better." So you know how you know how Lavar Ball is. Um so- very excited guy. Can LeVar Ball actually coach his team better? There's no possible way. <laughs> There's no po- LeVar Ball, like, the best thing that LeVar Ball has done for the basketball community ever is having three sons. Perfect. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just wild with that question. I, obviously, LeVar Ball is, cannot coach his team better. Like, not at all. Um, now, he can't coach the AAU team. <laughs> now, um... With Luke Walton on the hot seat, uh, and a report came out. I can't remember who it was. I don't want to just assume it was Adrian Wojnarowski. <laughs> even I, though it probably is. It probably is, but I don't want to assume because I didn't hear it. Who said it? There's only but, one person that can coach. Like the, If Luke Walton's going to get fired, there's only one possible replacement. Who? Jeremy, you know who it is. Who, LeBron James? Yeah. No, to coach the Lakers? <laughs> yeah. Not LeBron James. It's Phil Jackson, dog. That's the only person. Look, if you can't get Phil, like what's like, okay, like let 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 Luke Walton rock. This you team's not saying? good enough for Phil. It's not that the team isn't good enough. He is Phil. Phil, Phil is, only coaches players like LeBron. Yeah, but it, he got to also have other pieces that like next year, maybe next, maybe year. Ne- th- maybe okay, next year. That is a that is a possibility. And if you're good, if you're thinking along those lines, I mean, Genie Bus, you know. Phil and Jeannie have a, a some type of relationship. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like. Yeah, I think they still do, even though they're not dating anymore. Like, it's something. It's like, something. even if they're not dating, like, they were dating for decades. So, they have some type of relationship. She got to make the phone call. Yo, Phil, we need you in LA. <laughs> we'll get everyone this bad off this team, and we can bring in whoever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's. That's the thing with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. There's a report. Like I said uh, before, I almost forgot to say this. Um, whoever NBA insider came up with this, they said reports that Luke Walton and Magic Johnson were in a very fiery debate, fiery, <laughs> uh, loud yelling, screaming, um, profanity laced uh, 
Um, I just cannot see Magic doing I it. I can't. It's so crazy. I, I mean, I know he has to just because, like, I'm not know, saying he doesn't. He's he not emotional. Like I'm guy. not saying he, but <laughs> you know, he doesn't even seem he. I've never heard or seen him like use profanity. Like other players, you could clearly see. All right, they cussing someone out. Like Magic just doesn't seem the type. But yeah. hmm. thing with Luke Walton, want to go back to him real quick. He's a. I think one of the worst things, and it's hindsight, is always like Steve Spurrier says 50 50, but 20 20. I think his stint with the Warriors when he was the interim really didn't do him favors. Oh, it got, got him to, a job. You but... got to coach like anyone could have coached that. Anyone could have been the interim coach. Like, no joke, I think LeVar Ball could have got that same record. With okay, I don't know. He might have lost a couple more games. But, like, not too two, many. Yeah, two. not too many. That team wasn't going to really lose too many games, no matter who was coaching. Yeah, so that's the thing with uh, with uh, Luke Walton now. So it's just not, everything isn't looking too good right now. It's shaky. Uh, moving on now on to the well Russell Westbrook before I go on to the oh. next up Russell Westbrook um, definitely ended. that's a tongue twister to say really fast Russell Westbrook yeah, yeah. Russell that's Westbrook Russell Westbrook Ru- uh, see I'm already messed up that's his name though. Uh, I mean I think because I had braces and all of that uh, I guess certain uh, certain words I can't say anymore since I've had braces um, he had an ankle injury might be out for a little bit uh, luckily Luckily, it's just an ankle injury. Yeah, he didn't hurt his knee. Not his knee, you know. So obviously, he's gonna nag him. Mm. That's the one thing. It may nag him the rest of the year for a minute. But unless he really sits out, I could see him. I could see him them them wanting to keep him out. He's one hundred percent. That's because like you you know how Russell Westbrook plays. Talking about a. basketball player that may not be 100% did you hear and this was not in the rundown so this is going to be a shocker for you did you hear about uh, Markel Fultz and his uh, shooting coach was it Greg Hanlon you know that that shooting that fixes coach? everybody's jumper apparently yeah yeah. Um, he tweeted something on Sunday it was like uh, you know because someone made a you know claim about Markel just not playing well and uh. can't shoot and he tweeted that Markel is not 100% he's still injured and the tweet ended up being removed uh, but obviously there's screenshots of it mm. um Brett Brown the head coach of the of the 76ers you know went he now had to approach Mark at Fultz is like look your trainer is saying this what's up what's going Mar- on Markel saying I'm fine you know the trainer you know and also that trainer's beefing with Kyle Kuzma's trainer on social media because Kyle Kuzma they had a back and forth you know, Kyle Kuzma even is in the mix with it. And basically, like, he kind of made a comment like, yeah, I'm better than Markel Fultz. And he is better. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you're right. He if is you better. swap those players, Philly's better. Perfect. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah. So, um, so that came up. But yeah, so that's, um, they're saying Markel Fultz may not be healthy. I want to, I do want to give a shout out to Rike because Rike said this last year. Even when he returned, mm. you know that it's not it's not Markel. It's he's injured. So she's been saying this since last year. Like, in Philly, medical staff is notoriously terrible. Perfect. Like mm-hmm. that's just 
they're the opposite of the sun's medical staff <laughs> so um so yeah that's that's real uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes but isn't that something 2018 now that still teams hurt on not only that that social media like coaches now have to really address oh, yeah. like i don't know like a that. trainer i don't like that <laughs> a they trainer sh- that's not even part of the team Bruh, like this is your personal trainer <laughs> yeah it's not even a team nothing no affiliation washington wizards Woo. They got a win on Sunday. Dumpster fire. But they lost to the Dallas Mavericks last night. Wasn't even close from the jump. Luka Doncic was just a rookie. He's a different type of rookie, but just cooking them. Everybody. Uh, Yeah. The uh, Dwight Howard debut the other night. against the points. Against the Thunder. Three rebounds. And the Wizards got smacked. Again. Yeah. Uh, they beat the the Knicks on Sunday, uh, but this um, this game against the mm-hmm. Mavericks. I mean, the Wizards haven't beat the Mavericks in like two seasons, I think, right now. That's so weird because the Mavericks aren't that good. Nah, and yeah, they make they got improved. Uh, they improved, but mm, it's not that good. Um, I'm to the point now as a Washington Wizards fan where I'm like blow it up, and not just blow it up, like. Maybe one of the first pieces that need to move is John Wall. And John Wall has meant a lot to this team. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's the time. You know, he's had a couple knee injuries, few knee injuries right now. It seems like he's put on a few pounds again. He's not consistent. Yeah, he dribbles a lot. Um, Scott Brooks doesn't seem. <sighs> I hate saying NBA coaches because we know players run the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I hate like really blaming coaches, but nothing's really changed. But then also John Wall and Bradley Beal, they've been playing like this even under Randy Whitman. Yeah, they haven't gotten like I wouldn't under, say they got better. Under Flip Saunders, you know, Saunders was before Whitman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do think it's the players. Really, and you got clean houses, too many bad contracts. And we said it privately, but today on NBA Radio, Brandon Haywood was like, look, we just need to trade for Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe Otto needs to be part of the piece. And he really, he was like. Has to be part of the piece. He said Otto and Markeith Morris for Jimmy Butler and um, Gory Zhang. Oh, Gorgie Zhang. Gorgie Zhang, mm-hmm. yes. And then he came up with another trade. He said John Wall to the Suns. Out here. He was like, maybe you need to get a Trevor Reza back in the deal. And like a Josh Jackson for John Wall. Fine. Phoenix needs a point guard to go with Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. Um, and then he hit, he had another trade. This one is the far-fetched one, but he had another trade. Bradley Beal for, what's his name, Kyle Kuzma. Too far-fetched. And um, 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 Mo Wagner and potentially Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. You know, but he said these are things we've discussed and he was talking about it on, on NBA radio today. But yeah, the Wizards need to blow it up at this point. You know, this was the year. LeBron James is not in the East anymore. They need to at the look for real. Blow it up. Tank for Barrett. Tank for Williams. Look, it's looking <laughs> like that. That something. And if you do, I think and even just a couple months ago, I wasn't going to say this, but if you're going to keep one of those big pieces, it now has to be Beal. No, every, but everybody but, can go. But if you're going to blow it up, then yeah, you, everyone got to go. Get some first round draft, pull a Celtics, get some first round draft picks for some bad from some bad teams potentially. 
And and the thing with the Wizards, the most frustrating part about all of this is we're in the same position every year. Just like we make the playoffs, but we're not that good. Can't win the playoffs. Uh, can't win. Can't go past the second round. Mm-hmm. After 2017, I really thought, all right, we're gonna make the next step. Eastern Conference Finals didn't do well last year, but you could say, oh, John Wall missed, you know, 20 plus games and. Now it's like, look, this team is here. Mm. On paper, this team really should be the third or fourth, the fourth best team in the East. They really should on paper. Yeah. But now they're one of the worst teams in the NBA. And Terrible. At least if the team is bad, I can accept that. I can accept the team being bad. And hey, if we win a game here and there, I'm happy. But we're growing. But this team isn't growing. Mm-hmm. We're just staying. We're stagnant. Stagnant. Cohesion right there. Jeremy's in. My- I'm in Jeremy's head. I have a lot of real estate in Jeremy's head. Uh, don't know about all that. But, yeah, we, they're not looking good, man. And I really, I really hope they, they blow it up for the sake of the fan base because the fan base is done. Oh, the Wizards never really have a good fan base just because nobody's from D.C. that lives in D.C. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Like, I think a lot of Wizards fans actually don't go to games, but they watch. That could okay. I think that's what it is. Wizards in the arena, definitely for sure. There's not that many fans there. Yeah, and and and, and I'm not trying to excuse it, but this town is a really like working town. Like the federal government's here, mm. you know. People arrive to the games late. I wish they would push the games back to seven thirty instead of seven, because then you'll get a better crowd. Like first quarters are pretty empty unless you're playing. Warriors, the Warriors, or LeBron James, mm-hmm. and even that. Uh, by by halftime, it starts filling up, and you're like, all right. And you know, the the crowd is there. You can't. The crowd isn't dead when you're when it when the game's going on, mm-hmm. unless they're getting blown out. So, it has been happening. Yeah, it's not like it's not like this fan base just doesn't care. It's just when we're not good, we're gonna let you know you're not good, and we're gonna let you know that this is why we're not showing up. No, yeah, they're gonna come to your table at Rose Bar and let you know that you should be playing better. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. And that's one of the things uh, Brendan Haywood brought up. He was like, John Wall, you know, has spoken about how he likes the nightlife in D.C. It's lit. It's and, dope. And, um, yeah. I like it too. I, I mean, look, we've discussed it before. Outside of L.A., New York, and Miami and Houston. Look, I, I've never been to Houston, so I'm not gonna say anything. I can't really speak on it. But like those other ones, yeah, I'll give you. And Atlanta and Atlanta. So five cities. Atlanta, I don't see I don't know, man. And Atlanta's a little slower than Atlanta's slower than here, but at least, you know, for black people, Atlanta's still popular. It's probably lit, yeah. DC might be the, the next town that people really want to go to. Oh, DC's a turnout. And this is fun. Whenever road teams come in here, you always see players on a flyer. Oh, hosting somewhere. Yeah, so St. Ives. You know, Rose Bar we spoke about. Mm, Park. Park. Yeah. You know. All those other terrible clubs. So Yeah, that's that's the thing. So John Wall's kinda in that situation. He's live he's living it up. And I, I just think it's John Wall does a lot for the community, but I think it's time. We need to blow it up. The bartenders will be distraught if John Wall gets traded, bro. Perfect. <laughs> like club promoters will just be blown. Yeah, man. It, but it is. It's definitely time to move on from this team. 
All right, let's move on now to our champion chump of the week. Every week we celebrate those who do well. Let me criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matt, who is your champ of the week? A uh, Derrick Rose. Baby, want a champ. It's got to be Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, had a career game after endless knee surgeries, endless just injuries overall, being traded several times, cut from the jazz that he just torched for 50. Uh huh. He's had a. I'm glad that he is able to come back and, you know, produce at some level. And what's my guy from the gym? Albert. Uh-huh, yeah. Love, biggest Derrick Rose fan. He was he was saying that he was going to win sixth man of the year in preseason. Yeah, he did. He and, did. And, you know, it's looking like he might he may have picked a winner. My champ of the week is also Derrick Rose. Hey, Baby, want a champ. Um, I didn't know you. That's who you're gonna select. Even though it was kind of obvious, like had um, to be him. But I, I do have it. I do have another um, champ of the week. Oh, double double champ. And this one is real unorthodox for this show. Uh, Simone Biles. Baby, want a champ? Out here. Uh, she won the world championship again. She's ridiculous. This time while battling kidney stones. That's like her flu game. But way worse. Way worse, <laughs> man. Much, I do not wish worse. kidney stones on no, anyone, uh, and it's not not that I've experienced it. But from what I understand, what happens? No, dog. It ain't. It ain't too good. It's not baking cupcakes. <laughs> Moving on to our our chumps of the week, Matt. Who is your chump of the week? So like I have a couple, but it's mostly just the. Ernie Grunfeld and the Minnesota Timberwolves general manager don't really know his name. There, Ernie Grunfeld should have been fired so many different times. <laughs> like, not just this season, but like last. I mean, seven or eight years. Yeah, there's just things that he's done. He could have been fired for many different reasons. And the Timberwolves general manager has literally let Jimmy Butler hijack their entire season. Like, he sits himself, he plays himself. Jimmy Butler was seen on the bench in uh, Oakland uh, versus the Warriors when the crowd was waving the towels, waving the towels with them. He's having fun. He has the best seat in the house. Jimmy Butler just going on, uh, uh, he just is like low-key just on tour with the with the uh, Timberwolves. <laughs> he gets the, to decide he, what he wants to play. He's the beat writer. That's what I'm <laughs> that, that can just be like, hey, I'm trying. Can I hoop with y'all? Like, <laughs> He, it wouldn't surprise me if he just like went to like the the commentary guys and just you know popped in. Are you not playing today? No, nah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna commentate this game with you yeah, guys yeah. today. And and his injuries, ridiculous. you know, that it's being listed as general soreness. Yeah, like that's not that's not even a thing. My man said he slept wrong last night. Yeah, that's why it's ridiculous. My chump of the week goes to Jeremy Nicholas John. Cause you're a chump. And all his favorite teams. I'm always with this. Always with giving Jeremy John chump of the week. Look, man. Wizards ain't doing well. Terrible. Bryce Harper is not returning and it's Gone. it's it's made it's, official. It's a lock. It's because a lock. He's uh, out of here. Bryce Harper was offered three hundred million over ten years, and we said at the minimum three hundred fifty you gotta offer at this the, dude. It gotta be the biggest paid contract I've, in the history of baseball. I've been saying four hundred million. What I would have been fine with if he stays. Uh, so got to burn your jerseys, all Bryce Harper jerseys on Bri- fire. Bryce Harper is gone. Nah, I ain't gonna burn it because it ain't <laughs> his fault. 
Um, True. And I paid a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> fresh too <laughs> um but yeah so bryce harper's gone so my nat's not about to be nope. watchable for a little bit terrible um and then we'll talk about my dallas cowboys coming up in the uh in the in our nfl segment and the one team that is doing me well i'm not being faithful to them the washington capitals mm-hmm. you know i'm treating the washington capitals like my main piece but i'm cheating on them with you know the other the other teams, Cowboys, you know, Cowboys can't win. I mean, Terrible. that's trading first round draft picks all willy nilly. That's like having a queen at home, and then you going to mess with someone who can't cook, who can't clean. Mm. You gotta pick her up. Losing recipes, dog. You gotta, you gotta go somewhere else that ain't as nice as your home. And and the Capitals, the one, the the defending champions. Mm-hmm. I can't. I haven't even watched a game this year. Jeremy, you're just disrespectful. Yeah, so uh, Jeremy Nicholas John and Chump his the sports week. teams. Chump of the week. Chump of the week. Jeremy John. <laughs> All right, so let, let's move on now to the NFL and uh, recap the scores for week nine in the NFL. Did you watch any of these uh I any saw of these games? some of the Brady game. Yeah, because I know you're a little busy. You you were at a friend's giving, right? You know, in on the block, pretty much. Saw yeah. the end of the Redskins debacle. You were at a friend's giving that I was not invited to. Halfway, take yeah, Jeremy. That is up to. I did not throw this friend's yeah, giving. Hey, hey, it don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. But either way, I couldn't make it on Sunday. I was See, pretty look busy. At you. you just like <laughs> you just like to be extra for no reason. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's recap these scores for Week Nine. Uh, the Thursday night debacle. Uh, 49ers defeat the Raiders 34 to three. In the words of Emmett Smith, the Raiders got debacled. Yeah. Do you remember when Emmett Smith said that? No. You don't, dog. You gotta go on YouTube. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith debacled. is the king of bad vernacular. Um, <laughs> look, the cowboy. The Cowboys had some legend. Him and Michael Irvin. They used to talk to each other. <laughs> like that's crazy. To me. <laughs> uh, Steelers beat the Ravens twenty three to sixteen. Bears smack the Bills forty one nine. Panthers defeat the Buccaneers forty two twenty eight. The Chiefs go into Cleveland and beat the Browns 37-21 in uh, Greg Williams' first game as interim head coach. This was probably the most boring game of the week, but uh, Dolphins defeat the Jets 13-6. Your Vikings... uh, I'll hear back strong. Yep, they stopped the Lions 24-9. The Falcons, whoo, 38-14 over the Redskins. Ran it up. Texans 19-17 with a um, victory over the Broncos. Broncos had a chance at winning the game with a field goal. Brett McManus misses wide right. Chargers uh, 25-17 victory over the Seahawks in spite of Caleb Sturgis missing two extra points and another field goal. Doesn't matter. Got to be cut though. What is it about? What is it about these kickers now? Kickers used to not miss for real, for real. Like, no. Especially it, not extra points. Extra points supposed to be automatic. And now this is what, year three or four of the extra point being further back? Like, you should be getting better at this point. Nope, only getting worse. <laughs> but, yeah, he surprise, got surprise. He got cut the other day, so he, he's out of there. And he, I mean, he almost lost them other games throughout the year with how he's been kicking. So, wow. The Rams get their first loss of the year mm-hmm. against the Saints. Uh, Saints beat them 
45-35 in a barn burner. Barn burner. Yep, yeah, yeah, Patriots. This score doesn't really show how close the game was, but Patriots won uh, 31-17 over the Packers and to wrap up week nine. Uh, my, I don't even want to talk about them. Uh, Who's that? What happened? Um, Titans won. <laughs> that's that's what we're going to say. Titans won that matchup. So um, let's move on to, I guess, the Raiders real quick. Their abysmal loss against the 49ers. They lost to a guy in by the name of Nate Mullins who got his first career start. It was a close game, though, right? On a Thursday night. Maybe the defense was thirty four to three. Just the the Raiders are just messing up in every aspect that you could possibly mess up. I look at this point, I think it is on purpose. Like I think it's You can't mess up like this on accident. This is on purpose. Yeah. Oh, and they cut Bruce Irving. Who signed with the Falcons today. They are not trying to win football games. No. Like, they do not care. They do not care. They're stockpiling draft picks, and they're going to try and go that way. The crazy thing is with the NBA or the NFL. Oh, it does not work like the NBA. No. It's not the same. It is not a guarantee that, like, someone's going to be good at that spot. Exactly. And especially, like, I think the organization matters so much more in football than it does for in the NBA. Like, a really good player is good. You could throw Kobe Bryant on any team. Kobe Bryant was going to hoop. He was going to hoop. You could throw, like, transcendent, like, very good players on teams. They're going to play well. In the NFL, you got to put them in the right schemes and position for them to perform their best. And, and all of that comes from the organization. The Raiders look like they're just in shambles. Yeah. In football, there are 10 other guys on the field. All the time. At all times. And then a whole nother 11 guys on the other side yeah. of the field. No, there's a lot of variables. <laughs> yeah. that's it's, it's a lot of opportunities for the Raiders to be more trash. And you know, that's the crazy thing about this is because Gruden has a 10-year contract, it's eventually he will get it right, but I will not credit him. You had 10 years to do it. What if he does it like year three? Then at that point, all right, year three, okay, maybe you you knew what, what you're about talking year about. Year five, and they're in like the playoff hunt, like heavy, like year five playoff hunt. That's a lot to add. Like, so you think they're going to be bad for the majority of this for, ten for years? All the, for everything that they're doing, like they need to win a Super Bowl pretty soon. <laughs> like they need to win a Super Bowl. Nah, they're going to be trash like, for Like, if a you're going to tank this much, like, you need to win a Super Bowl in the they next five years. They got rid of their best defenders in Mack and Irving. I'm going to assume Irving's been pretty yes. good. Uh, Irving's the leading sack. That's what I was thinking. He's a, he's, he's a sack specialist. Yeah. Uh, they got rid of Martavius Bryant just to pick him back up for whatever reason. Uh-huh. They got rid of Amari Cooper for a first-round draft pick. Okay, they got a first-round draft pick. And they got two for Mack. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys' first-round draft pick might hold a little bit more weight than these two that they're getting back from the Bears because the Bears are actually playing pretty well. Uh-huh. I just... Or the Cowboys will go 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7. Yeah, and, seven and then or, it's just or, a medium... Or 7-9. and nine. Like, like usually... all these picks are good, but, like, the Raiders had also notorious draft record of drafting Jamarcus Russells. Yeah. Oh, talking about Jamarcus Russell. Look, I was confused <laughs> as to why this story was coming up because I've known great. this story for years. It was great. The story came out Ooh. years ago, but apparently, uh, shout out to my man Delma Coke uh, on uh, Instagram. D Coke, you know Delma. 
Who's, oh, I think I guess so. Yeah, he be, he comes to a lot of the uh, Rock Creek social. Oh, uh, out here. And um, and he was at the he was at the block party this summer. You, uh, if I show uh, you a photo, you'll definitely know who, who he is. I'm a face guy. Yeah. But I definitely sure. asked that question. I was like, "Yo, why is this just like why are people talking about it now?" He said, "Apparently, someone who used to be with the Raiders organization was interviewed, and Jamarcus Russell came up, and they." They spoke about this. For those of you that do not know, Jamarcus Russell, um, biggest bust in NFL history. He might number one or two. He's him or Leaf. Oh, Leaf is worse because at least at least with Jamarcus Russell, if you watch college football, there's no reason why you thought he would have gone number one. Like Leaf. No, uh, Jamarcus Jamarcus Russell. Russell. Jamarcus Russell had one (laughs) good game late in the year and. He went from a late round draft pick number all the one. way to number one, number one, like overnight. He did like what Cardell Jones did, where it's like, oh, I had a bomb game on a big stage, so now I'm about to be a first round draft pick. And then you have people like Tom McShay and uh, what's his name, Mel Kiper out here. Oh my goodness, this is about to be so good. Da, 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 da. No, I knew he was trash as a high schooler. Someone in high, because he came out when, when did he come out? Or oh, we were in college already. I mean, either way, I was younger. I knew he was what. But back to the story. Oakland Raiders, their their coaching staff, you know, they were having a feeling that Jamarcus Russell just was not studying on his own time. So what they decided to do, they decided to give him a tape of coverages and say, hey, come back to us and let us know what you learned, blah, blah, blah. Jamarcus Russell comes back and he's like, yeah, you know, they did these blitz packages. They had these blitz packages and these zone coverage. And he had a detailed explanation of what happened on the video. The only thing is they gave this man a blank tape. It's terrible. And he came back and somehow told them what they what he thought they, they wanted to hear. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is Jamarcus Russell. Now, why are we talking about Jamarcus Russell again? Oh, the Raiders. See? Terrible. See? <laughs> they just got us all over the place. I don't even remember why we brought them up. But yeah, the Raiders, they're, they're bad. With all this tanking, the only way I consider this a success is if they win a Super Bowl in five or six years. Not a Super Bowl in the ninth or tenth year of Gruden's contract. Super Bowl needs to be won in the fourth, fifth, maybe sixth year. For me to say, all right, Gruden, you knew what you're talking about. Because if you're given ten years... I mean, you can get one of these years good. Look at Jason Garrett. He's had three years where he's like, yo, this team really is good. And the rest of his career as a head coach hasn't been that good. Talking about Jason Garrett, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are now 3-5. and five, Lost a game on Monday night against the Titans. Um, there's just so much to say about this. Like, honestly, I could stay on this topic for a long time. But let me just say this. Jason Garrett has to go. Scott Lennon has to go. Now, obviously, when you get a new coach, a, probably a new defensive coordinator is coming in. The defense is actually playing well. But, hey, I'll sacrifice Rob Marinelli for, you know, a good head coach. Mm. Here's another thing that needs to happen. Jerry Jones needs to not meddle with it's the team. It's never going to happen. I hope this season proves that meddling only gets you mediocre teams. Now, they're, uh, potentially John Harbaugh from the Ravens might be available next year. Hopefully, he's a coach that's like, hey, I want a job. and I want to, you know, try and win or try and, you know, get back into the league. 
because uh, they think he possibly may be fired. Uh, also, another thing with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Dak Prescott has to get better. And I do think part of the reason he is not as good as he should be is because of the coaching staff. But hey, you also have to play the game too. Like Dak shoulders a lot of responsibility. After watching this game, I can't even say the offensive line is really the cause for some of the stumbles of the offense because they're giving him time to throw. And Amari Cooper is getting open. Cole Beasley is getting open. So it's the quarterback that's not getting the ball to the right players. Dak Prescott had a fumble, pressure, uh, terrible fumble. He also had a turnover in a goal-to-go situation. Amari Cooper was double-teamed. Throw the ball away, kick the field goal. Like, we would have got points. I think that was one of the uh, turning points of the game. Also, the defense, look, they've been good all year, but the defense, whew. On third down, they allow the Titans to convert 11 of 13. That's You can't win like that. Every play, every set of downs got the third and long, and then they'll give it up. Sean Lee's injured. Sean Lee, you got you to gotta get away from the Sean Lee business. Always injured. Because if he can only play 11 games a year, that's not going to help right now. I do like the pickup, Leighton Vander Esch. Initially, when he was drafted, I wasn't too high on him, but he looks pretty good. Jalen Smith looks good. Demarcus Lawrence looks good. Our secondary is trash right now. And that comes back to talent evaluation, and that also comes back to coaching. So, uh, at the end of the year, I hope Jason Garrett is fired. Now, Jerry Jones did say yesterday that Dak Prescott will be given an extension. He was definitive. He said he will be given an extension. Mm. I'm hoping he's saying that because he knows Jason Garrett will not be back. And Jerry doesn't like to really fire people during the season. He's done it only once, I think. And that was Wade Phillips back in 2010. Uh, so hopefully he's like, look, I know Jason Garrett's not going to be back. So we're going to get rid of him and give Dak another coach. And then at that point you see, is it really Dak or was it the coaching staff? Mm -hmm. Here's another thing with the Dallas Cowboys. And no one has brought this up. At least on the national media. Dak Prescott has gotten worse. Because Tony Romo hasn't been there to help him. Tony Romo did a lot during Dak's rookie year. And Tony Romo is who Dak really spoke to on the sideline in between possessions. And Tony Romo also made Jason Garrett look good. Because Tony Romo offensively, he's smart. He knows what he's talking about. He knows defenses. He also knows what to run on offense. It's a. It's not a coincidence that as soon as Romo's not there on the team, that Dak Prescott has a below 500 record with this team. And mind you, I mean, Romo was an active player for all these games th- that Dak's rookie year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dak wasn't really intimidated i guess by romo but romo was able to get to him and say hey on this you read make sure you see this on this play make sure you do this blah 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 that player is not there 
And I think Jason Garrett really isn't an offensive genius like people said he was. I think he really just had Tony Romo as his quarterback. And things look good because Romo was able to make things look good. He's like a deodorant. You know, he's not going to clean you. But he's going to make you look, he's going to make you smell better than what you would have without him. So, um, in the perfect world, I wish Tony Romo will come back as an offensive coordinator or just a quarterback coach. But that CBS job is way too cushiony for Tony Romo. Way too easy. You also get paid more as a um, analyst on CBS. So, yeah. So, I know that's not going to happen. But, hey, maybe. Maybe. Uh, The uh, Brady-Rogers showdown on Sunday. Did you catch any of that? Oh, no. Not too much. Um, I mean, they both quarterbacks played well. Um, but Brady at the end did enough to win. And, uh, Rogers, I mean, the, the Packers suck. They're not that good. Another deodorant. Yeah. And, Where, and they definitely do not have Bill Belichick as the coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The real GOAT. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the game was good. I mean, there was drama. There were highlights and stuff like that. But, man, I'm at Rams get their first loss of the, loss of the year. Um, but they, even in a loss, they look good. They're not a bad team. Like even in a loss, they look good. The big story from that game, Marcus Peters got torched quite a bit by Michael Thomas. And look, even the, look, who's the best corner in the game right now? Jalen Ramsey. Probably. Is. He will get torched by Michael Thomas. <laughs> Dion used to get torched by Jerry Rice. Like these things do happen. Definitely happen. <laughs> uh, but Michael Thomas, two hundred eleven uh, receiving yards. I think he had like eleven catches and a, a highlight celebration. Yeah, he did. Paid homage to Joe Horn by, um, you know, picking up the cell phone under the goalpost and making his phone call and 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 walking off the field. He was given a penalty. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, oh my gosh. That's the thing with old white men. They get so incensed about all this stuff. <laughs> they're so angry and they're like, oh my gosh. And, and what would happen if they lose? Look, if the Saints at that point had lost the game, it was not going to be because of the 15-yard penalty assessed because of the celebration. It would have been because of that trash defense of the Saints that would allow them to march back up the field to score. But anyway... Um, Saints end up winning that game and giving the Rams their first loss. Um, Des Bryant, breaking news today, signs with the New Orleans Saints. He's going to be obviously a wide receiver too on that team. Do you think it's a good signing for the Saints? I think so. I think he needs that. They have a good organization, good coach, good, you know, quarterback. I think that that's going to really help keep my is engaged on the football field and that's where you want him engaged also i think um des bryant did well with tony romo because tony romo would um give des the jump ball situation also he would throw des open drew Brees is going to do the same thing des may not be totally open but he'll throw him open mm. or he'll give him a chance to, to go for the jump ball dak prescott if he saw you're not open i'm not throwing you the ball they're just different types of quarterback just like Alex Smith for the Redskins. If you're not open, he's not throwing the ball to you. But when you have a quarterback with Drew, like Drew Brees, things are definitely going to be a lot better. Um, you ready for NFL power ranking? 
I think so, yeah. All right. Do you want me to start start off my power ranking? Absolutely. All right. Number five. We're going to start off number five, the Chargers. Still the San Diego Chargers. Um, they're doing pretty well. Two losses in a year, but they're two losses against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so they're my number five team. Number four, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints. Yes, they beat the Rams, gave the Rams their first loss. But hey, I still think uh, their defense isn't that good. And yes, they got Des Bryant, but we got to see how things go with their uh, receiving core. Um, because after Michael Thomas, that is it for their receivers. Um, now they do have uh, Alvin Kamara, who's a very good receiver out, out the backfield. Um, but when it comes to wide receivers... Des Bryant is clearly the number two receiver on that team. Kansas City Chiefs on my third, number third, number th- number three team. Um, had a very good game against the Browns. Um, just continued playing well. Patrick Mahomes did well. Kareem Hunt had a breakout game of the season against the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns have a good defense. You know, they may have all the drama going around with the team, but they have a very good defense. Number two. I'm going with the Patriots because even though they beat the Packers, they didn't look that good. Like, and they had lucky breaks that that you know that went in their favor. Um, but yeah, things didn't look too good, and also they're a little beat up. Sonny Michelle's not there. Rob Gronkowski didn't play either. But Josh Gordon, my goodness, had a very good game fantasy wise. Twenty-seven and a half points uh, last week. They're number two, and even though the Rams loss against the saints to me they're still the best team they have the best defense probably the second best offense uh you have todd Gurley, who people are not talking about for mvp Uh, another guy that people are not really talking about cam newton cam newton right now best statistical year better than his mvp season so yeah, a little off topic that we got spoke about Cam Noon. But yeah, my top five teams are number five Chargers, number four Saints, number three Chiefs, number two Patriots, number one Los Angeles Rams. Who is your top five in the power ranking? So my top five, I wanted to put the Vikings at five. I can't yet. I think they're going to make it to five. But my fifth place team, I had the Chargers. Okay. I think the Chargers offense is Philip. Phillip Rivers throws touchdown passes. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, he gets in the game, he's going to start throwing ch- touchdown passes. By the way, before you move on, Phillip Rivers, that's a guy that we're not mentioning that's not aging. Oh, no, no, no. Phillip Rivers not, because he don't get hit like that. Phillip Rivers is, you know, the early part of his career, he had LaDainian Tomlinson there and Antonio Gates. He got a lot of offensive, just offensive weapons just all around him, and now he's getting offensive weapons around him again. Mm-hmm. It's aging very well. Alright, so who's your next team? The next team, I, at four, I have the Chiefs. Okay. Just because the they lost to the team that I have at three. Okay. And their defense is just so suspect. Mm. Like, very, very bad on defense. At three, I have the Patriots. The Patriots, they don't look good. Some, they don't look the best that they've ever looked sometimes, but they still got Tom Brady, and they still have Bill Belichick. Okay. At number two, I have the Rams. Okay. Just because... They're still beat up a little bit. As t- I don't know if Talib is back yet. Not yet. Not yet. They're still beat up a little bit on defense, and they're coming off of a loss. Okay. And number one, I have the Saints. Just okay. Because they beat the Rams, and they just got Des Bryant. They're trying to make moves to kind of improve their team to go down in the, uh, was it the playoff stretch? Uh-huh. 
All right. Well, hey, that's a very good ranking right there. Let's move on now to uh, predict week 10 of the NFL season. As of uh, nine weeks, I have a record of 81 and 52. You have a record of 82 and 51. So you have a one game lead. What's uh, what was our records from last week? Um, I was eight and five and you were 10 and three. There we go. In the 13 games last week. Uh, Thursday night's game. Panthers at Steelers. Who do you have? Oh, uh, you talked me into Cam Newton. All right, I'm going with the Panthers also. <laughs> uh, Lions at Bears. I am going with the Bears. I don't know what the Lions are going to do. And um, the Bears offense is still okay, even with Mitchell Trubisky. You hate that guy. He's going to look. He's about to throw up a dud for you today. <laughs> uh, who are you going uh, with? I. This one is so hard. If it was in Detroit, I would take Detroit. But I think, yeah, I'm going to go Chicago. All right. Chicago should get it. Saints at Bengals. Saints at Saints. All right. I'm Saints got to get that one. I'm also going with the Saints. Bengals uh, not real. Yeah, Bengals, they're, they're, they're scammers. Falcons at the Browns. Uh, I am going with the Falcons. That's a tough one. Julio Jones got his first <laughs> touchdown Nine of the season. Um, and uh, and it seems like this offense is starting to click. Steve Sarkeesian, their awesome offensive coordinator, uh, seems like he's getting things in order for that Falcons team. Who do you who are you going with? I gotta take the Falcons. So you going with the Browns? All right. Um, <laughs> Those are your Browns. I mean, that you they never are, ever pick. They are my they are my Browns. No, I picked them a lot. I picked them a lot. We gotta go oh, back no. and see how many times I picked oh, them. No. I definitely picked them week one. I picked them. <laughs> I picked them uh, week two. Week three. You don't love them no more. Week four. I think, yeah, yeah. You don't love them no more. Jags at Colts. This one is. I think I'm going to go with Indy. All right. So you're going with the Colts. I'm going with the Jaguars. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. And I think that's why. Uh, Leonard Fournette also looks like he's at practice today. Okay. (laughs) Like, I'll believe it when he is. On the field Running that one. into the end zone. <laughs> Cardinals at Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, I yeah, assume you're going with yeah. the Chiefs also. So let me <laughs> just put that down. Can't take the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Bills at Jets. I'm also. Ooh, which one are you going with? Let me not assume. I'm definitely taking the Jets. I'm going with the Jets also. The Bills are too bad. Way too bad. Nate Peterman is their quarterback. He's the one. You're not in. There's, that's all you got to say. Redskins at Buccaneers. I'm going with the Redskins. This is the most I've probably picked the Redskins in my in lifetime that they're going to end up winning games. So, but yeah, who, who, who do you think is going there? It's at who did at they just lose at, to? They lost to the Falcons. I I think I'm gonna pick the Bucks. I think the Bucks unfortunately are going to do it to the Redskins. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, I mean, for my sake as a Cowboys fan, I hope so, yeah. so we could gain some 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 ground on them. <laughs> They're the division leaders. Patriots at the Titans. Who do you have? Patriots at the Titans. Man, Mike Vrabel used to used to used to play Man. for the, for the Patriots. Uh, Matt Patricia got that W against Bill Belichick earlier this his year. Old coaches normally they, that's his gift to them. <laughs> he lets them win one. Dang, I do not know. That is, uh, I think New England. New England get them out of the way. Yeah, I think uh, it. It might be a little bit closer than like I think, but Titans might have beat my Cowboys, but they're not that good. Titans defense is good. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, their defense. Titans defense is good. Like their offense is definitely not up to up to speed. Chargers at Raiders. Do I need to get your opinion you on don't. this? So you're going with the Raiders. Straight Chargers. Phillip Rivers. We're going with the Chargers. Both going with the Chargers. Uh, Dolphins at Packers. This is a 4 o'clock, 425 game. And we were wondering, like, why. They must have thought somehow this game would be good. But anyway, Uh, um, who are you going with? Green Bay. Going with the Packers, too. But honestly, because it's in Green Bay. If this was in Miami, it could have been a pick. It's a pick them. Still picking them. They're a 10 and a half point favorite. Wow. Seahawks at Rams. Seahawks Division game. Rams. I'm going with the Rams after a loss. They'll bounce back. It's in LA. Do they have a kicker yet? Yeah, Greg's <laughs> Airlines back. No, nah, no, nah, I'm talking about the Seahawks. Oh, uh, they have a uh, Janikowski. <sighs> no, nah, I'm definitely taking the Rams. Yeah. Uh Sunday night matchup. Cowboys at the Eagles. Who do you have? Eagles. Alright, I'm going with the Eagles also. Uh, Sunday night game, Eagles defense, a little shaky, but we're on the road. Haven't won a road game yet all season. So Eagles coming off a bye, right? Eagles coming off of yeah. a bye. Golden Tate's on their team now. Yeah. We Eagles, had to deal with Golden Tate earlier. Zach Hurts back. Eagles Eagles loaded up, kind of. They did the same thing that the, the Saints did. Yeah. Giant Monday night, Giants at Ooh. 49ers. This is Nate a, uh, Mullen or Nick Mullins Jesus is the starting Christ. quarterback for. Give me the Giants, dog. This not even a question. So you're going with the easy Giants. All right, I think that's the easy Giants one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Giants on this one. I think game two, Nate Mullins or Nick (laughs) Mullins will not be as good. I could be hyped up as 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 he was last week. So yeah, that is our pick'em. And our predictions for Week Ten in the NFL. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to bounce back, get that W. Hopefully the, not. I mean, hopefully not. Uh, I, I'm coming back. I'm definitely going to get this reward at the end of the year. Have we decided what the reward is? We all all I thought we said was not Chick Fil A. Yeah, it was going to be something. Different. We got to figure that out still. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's move on now to our sports free zone. We had the midterm elections yesterday. Did you go vote? Absolutely. I did too. Um, Got my sticker and all that foolishness. Yep, yep. Um, Maryland had a governor race between uh, incumbent Larry Hogan of the Republican Party and uh, Ben Jealous of the Democratic Party. Uh, Hogan won. Again, so he'll be get he'll get, get another term. Uh, let me say this about Hogan: uh, he is a Republican. I don't agree with everything that he stands for. Oh, by the way, I voted for Ben Jealous, but I don't I don't I don't agree with everything that Ben Hogan has done for Maryland, especially with uh, some of the women's rights and uh, criminal justice system. However, there are some other things that did go well for maryland in, in the last four years um he he, he also continued um president obama's uh agenda of getting um community college free mm. so in a few years community colleges in maryland will be free um also he doesn't bang with donald trump so 
guess. He wants to keep this this state as a sanctuary state because he realizes the importance of keeping it a sanctuary state. So um, even though I wasn't too happy with the results, I mean, could be worse. It could be a lot worse. So that's the one thing I, I'll say about that. Other uh, government governor races, gubernatorial races. Uh, what's his name? Gilliam from um, from Florida, mm. uh, the Democrat, lost to DeSantis. Um, is it DeSantis? Am I confusing states? I may be confusing states. I know DeSantis won in Florida, but the one race which, <coughs> excuse me, last night it looked like um, in Georgia, uh, the Republican candidate for Georgia, they were saying he was going to win, but now they're saying the vote is too close. They have to now go through the absentee, like, absentee ballots, ballots mm-hmm. and things like that to see and determine if the Republican uh, candidate ended up winning. So that's an await and see. Uh, this election, uh, the Democrats were able to take hold of the House and the Republicans were able to retain power of the Senate. Also, uh, we've had um, first Muslim woman to uh, to be elected. We had the first, uh, I think, uh, Latina in Congress, I think. I got to look up. It was four different firsts for women in politics so um i wish i had it up right now but i think uh uh first um yeah let me not waste time and figure that out but basically there were four first times for for women always a good thing yes um happy with the overall results of the midterm elections i guess so or are you indifferent have not seen too many of them yet i'm not sure It, it I'll say this a lot more people went out to vote and not everything went in the favor of you know uh, people who are like me but things were better it's a good I guess barometer of what may happen for two more years from now I do not think that it is (laughs) so uh, so you think uh, you think Trump is uh, Trump is getting back in there easy eight dog Mm. easy eight I hope I hope you're wrong I am. Me too. <laughs> me too. I would love to be wrong about this one. I hope you're wrong. I can't. I really like. I can't do another four years of this clown. Easy. Don't be rude. Like, there's no way that he can not win the presidency again. So yeah, but hey, we'll see how that goes. Uh, talking about Donald Trump real quick. Um, he he voted by absentee ballot, and um, you know, you realize Trump hasn't really been to New York in a long time. I think he's like I can't show up there. Think he's banned from the block. Yeah, he he may be he may be blunt he may be banned. Good. The block ain't really the block ain't banging with him. Like Donald Trump, Donald Trump should be banned most places. He should feel very uncomfortable going almost anywhere that he is not like supposed to be going to. I mean, he's a white male in this country, so he he'll be able to go anywhere. I guess, man. There's but 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 he's also scared to go certain places. That's what I like. Literally just said, dog. He not he not trying to be out here. So um, real quick, um, his home state. Man, I, let me let me look up this. I uh, this one, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I this one, and I've been saying this for a very very very, and when I say very, I have I'm emphasizing how often I've said this, and I've also said it. On this very podcast, yo, white women really gotta like take responsibility for like some of the stuff that's 
that just, that just is going on in this country. It's just ridiculous. You want to hear uh, the stat for uh, some of the? Um, they put up like some crazy voting numbers in like was it Texas? So yes, the Senate race that was between Beto O'Rourke and um, Ted Cruz. Ted okay. Cruz ended up winning. Uh, white women, seventy six percent of them voted for that is for, way higher sorry than sorry 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 um 59 percent for okay. ted cruz bruh 51 for DeSantis in florida the governor in florida for the governor race in in georgia 676 for kemp which is the republican in georgia mind you um beta o'rourke 95% of black women voted for him and still lost. Uh, 97% of black women voted for Abrams, potentially may lose. Mm. That's the uh, black uh, woman in, in Georgia. Georgia. Uh, if she wins, she'll be the first black governor since the early 90s and the first black woman ever. And uh, Gillum in Florida, 82% of black women voted for him in Florida. Like these numbers are like clearly showing, and uh, people, uh, someone tweeted and they said, um, you know, at this point, you know, white women are kind of they're in this. They don't know what to stand for. Should they stand for like racial lines or like women's rights and things like that? And look, man, I, I don't want to hear complaints from white women about their reproductive organs. In the state of Florida, in the state of Florida, Texas, Texas or Georgia, uh, because you all voted for this. Like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that you want allies now on the next women's march because they love to to ask for help during the. They've had two women's marches already. They love to ask for help from every other racial group in this country. But when it's time to vote, they're not voting for anything that helps other racial groups. So, yeah. White women, I'm going to say it again, like, y'all got to take responsibility for what's going on. I don't want to hear anything later that, oh, my gosh, you know, Kavanaugh is, you know, Supreme Court justice. Well, he's a Supreme Court justice because of you all. You know, Donald Trump is in the White House because of you all. If you all were so, you know, wanting to be about women's rights and, and trying to get things in order for women, then you all shouldn't have voted for these people. So, yeah. Anything else before we move on from this topic? I don't think so. Am, am I am I crazy for saying that though? Am oh, I crazy for saying that? Like as a, as a black male, white like, women one hundred percent. White women in the, the middle of America, more specifically, one hundred percent responsible for Donald Trump being president. Ah, uh-huh. and by you know extension, Kavanaugh being Supreme Court justice, and then everyone everything else that's happening right now. Oh, look, <laughs> they it's been. It's, in the close race slippery slope the, uh, obviously some races are are like obviously yeah re- look republicans are gonna win democrats are gonna win it's yeah. just the, between the close races this is what happens you know so yeah man we, we, we will see what, what what occurs in the next two years hopefully georgia still pulls it out yeah I, I mean i hope and not just not just for uh you know what we're talking about but for the fact that there's hasn't been a black governor in a long time and this will be the first black woman representation matters that's it it clearly matters oh and before i move on i i want to i want to talk to all the clowns that say what's the purpose of voting 
I don't want anyone who says, what's the purpose of voting, complaining about the next hashtag that we have for an unarmed black man or woman that gets gunned down or killed. Because you know what? You might have been able to help by getting out the sheriff who doesn't care about these things or the judge who is like, "Ah, I'm going to lock up all these young black and brown youth for like terrible things. For I mean, not terrible things. Sorry for like things that really don't matter. You could have voted out the district attorney, who is a horrible district attorney, and who is in close ties with law enforcement to cover up these things. So I don't want to hear people say this that oh my vote doesn't matter, and then complain. Hashtag insert whoever else gets killed. It'll be a hashtag soon. I don't want to hear oh our schools are bad. Well, you know, if you voted for the person that actually wanted to improve the schools and not the other guy or woman who doesn't care about your public school system. I mean, this is what happens. And I saw it up and down on the timeline. Well, what's the point of voting? Then I heard, well, I don't know who to vote for. I'm like, you know, there's something called Google. It's easy. And it, if you go on Google and you go on the official like voting um, for your state. You could read everything this person stands for in like two minutes. Filled with information. There's a detailed summary of every position they stand on. So I don't want to hear excuses. We got like uh, one of my friends, Janelle, said we got a thousand dollar smartphones in our hand and we can't take two minutes to figure this out. And she also said, but we know the stats of every musical artist and sports athlete and we can memorize these things, but we can't even look up something for two minutes to figure out who to vote for so yeah i don't want to i'm i'm done hearing from these type of people i i am done hearing from them about you know what's the point of voting voting or or i don't know who to vote for i'm done moving now on to our reddit topic of the week every week we go on reddit we find interesting discussions or, or, or articles and we bring it to the table we discuss it here starting with you matt what is your reddit topic of the week so my Reddit topic of the week is about a Washington Wizard. Okay. Ian Mahimi is making almost $16 million this season. In his 15.1 minutes a game, he is averaging over twice as many fouls, 3.3, as combined assists, blocks, and steals per game. And he is also averaging... I think this is a record-breaking. I'm not 100% sure, so I don't want to say record-breaking. This is definitely... Broke his personal, like, best. He's averaging 7.8 personal fouls per 36 minutes. That's believable. Remember last year I brought this up? Uh, how even Glenn Consor, the color analyst for the Washington Wizards radio network, said this. He's like, this dude averages more fouls than anything else in his stat sheet. Yeah. Like, it, it only slightly beat his previous career high of 7.7 personal fouls set back in 2010-2011 season. For you all that don't know, in the NBA, um, to foul out a game is six. Yeah. Six personal fouls to foul out a game. Most people don't foul out of games. Most people don't. And it's hard to foul out in the NBA. Like, it is hard. The coaches make it hard. Like, you, some people foul out, like, at the end of overtime sometimes. Yeah. Or, like, maybe if you're, like, foul prone, you might foul out, like, two minutes left in the game. 
this guy in 30 per, per 36 minutes commits seven fouls we can round it up to eight like it's it's 7.8 oh like it's, that eight, eight it man. is on the edge it is eight eight personal fouls and per 36 minutes mind you a basketball game is 48 minutes And he started the first few games before Dwight Howard got there. It's crazy. And he gets paid $60 million. That is the worst part of it. And he plays 15 minutes a game. And he wasn't healthy for the first, like, 40 of those games in the first year. And we knew he wasn't healthy before we signed him. He's just terrible. Like, single-handedly ruining, not single-handedly, has a part to do with why the Wizards are so terrible. Yeah, one of the many reasons why the Washington Wizards are as bad as they are right now. Uh, Before we move on, anything else on that on that topic? Yeah, no, I don't. I think that that said most of it. All right, so uh, my Reddit top of the week submitted from first and goal from the one on Reddit. Reddit has some of the best names, like usernames. Oh, ever, especially R and B A. Who would you put on your all, on your, let me, let me start all over again. Pull it together, Jeremy. Who would you put on the NFL all awful team this year so far? My man from Said, the Bills. <laughs> Is he number one? Oh, man. So it says, which team, which players on your teams are underperforming or just plain bad, taking L's for individual performances? Who would put the person meant to put? Who would you put as one of the worst starters in the league? Or who do you consider the jokes of the league? So, Nathan Peterman, you already said it. Let's starting go. quarterback for the um, Buffalo Bills. He is on the list here. Uh, so, this person put Hugh Jackson as the head coach. Aww. Oh, John Gruden's about to pop up. Raiders organization. <laughs> he says Nathan Peterman as the quarterback. Okay. Why One of the wide receivers, Kelvin Benjamin. Dang, he is trash. He said uh, others can be Derrick Henry at running back, <laughs> Reggie Nelson as a safety, Malcolm Butler as the corner. He has not played well. Dang. And look, Malcolm Butler was playing well all of last year. Dang. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I'm not crediting Bill Belichick for not playing him. In the yeah, Super Bowl. like he needed to be in that game. Definitely. He definitely needed to be in that game. But Malcolm Butler. Is not playing well this year. Uh, at right tackle, Julian Davenport. Mm-hmm. At left, get shaky. At left tackle, Nate Solder. Heard this name before. from the Patriots, Heard but he plays before. now with the with the Giants. He was the big acquisition that they that they got. Mm. Uh, Spencer Long. Spencer Long. He is a man. What team is he? I've heard the name. Not gonna lie, I've definitely heard the name. I'm about to look up. Uh, oh, the Redskins. Uh-oh. Did not realize this dude played for the Redskins. That shows how much I have or how little I've watched the Washington Redskins. Uh, Robert Kimdiche. Now, that one for defensive tackle. Remember the, the hype with him out of Ole Miss? Oh. Uh, William Golston, another defensive tackle. Um, yeah, there's some other ones that uh, they mention here on this list. Uh, Nick Perry. At all, uh, outside linebacker, <laughs> so that's one. Um, K 
Caleb Sturgis, the kicker that just got cut. Well, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, man. Um, Tease Tabor. You know Tease Tabor? Mm-hmm. I think he plays for... Man, I honestly can't remember who he plays for. But anyway, who are some other people that we can think of that yeah, terrible that should be on this list as the all awful, all awful uh, NFL list? Uh, Brock Osweiler. Hmm. I, I would. I, I wouldn't, but hey, he's on your it's list. Terrible. All right, I'm just saying, you know, he's at least he's the backup, and we know that Nathan Peterman, like Brock Osweiler, started this weekend. Yeah, but that's because of an injury. But like Nathan Peterman was the starter to start the year. True, <laughs> it's a little different. Um, Blake here's, Bortles. Oh yeah, Blake Bortles. How are we not thinking about this? Oh, Artie Burns of the of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. It's terrible. Yeah, he's a corner. Oh my goodness, he is bad. That's not good. Um, Jeff Heath of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> free safety or strong safety, whatever one he plays. But yeah, he he is not good. Chris Conti, terrible. Another safety, not good uh, in the uh, in the NFL. Um. Someone said Jalen Mills. Oh yeah, Jalen Mills of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, he he's not that good. And they, and someone said he celebrates after an overthrow, and he does. Like he'll just be out there, like look, look at me, look at me. I'm like, dog, the pass got didn't even do anything. Yeah, he got overthrown. Um, Eric Flowers. I think Eric Flowers is probably a better offensive guard than a tackle, but he may be too big for it guard so that's why they put him at tackle um any, anyone else that you could think of before we uh move on from uh from this topic before we wrap up this show nah. oh zane gonzalez as a kicker he was the uh former or is he still he may still be there in uh in in cleveland i think he got cut that kicker yeah he's awful awful uh, at least on your Vikings, who is someone that you can say is just so bad that you're just... It's one of the offensive linemen. I used to feel that way about Latavius Murray until Delvin Cook got hurt and Latavius Murray held it down for a little bit. Uh-huh. But I used to hate that he was on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was so terrible. Uh, man, but you know, he's ch- he's got a little bit better. Oh, here's one. John Ross, the, the wide receiver for the Bengals. Remember that was the one who broke the uh he had the under four four point two uh forty yard dash. I think he had like four point one something. Yeah, he, he has done nothing for 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 the Bengals yet. Uh when it comes to offensive coordinator, Scott Linehan, <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter. That's just a terrible name, dog. No way you can be good at offense. Yeah, that that definitely those are those are ones who I would put on the NFL all awful team. All right, so uh, to wrap up the show, um, there's some breaking news that occurred. Let's start off with some. It's not breaking for this one, but uh, last week we reported that DJ Durkin, head coach of the Maryland Terrapins football team, was reinstated. But uh, several hours after the podcast, surprise, surprise, he was fired, um, and they're still. You know, 
They're going to be looking into the board, Board of Regents, to see what's going to happen with them. Uh, DJ Durkin was fired, obviously, after protests from fans and students of the of the uh, university. So uh, he's been fired. So shout out to, I guess, uh, Chelsea Burrows, who said uh, that he was going to be fired. And I said, nah, he's not going to be fired. And he ended up being fired. So shout out to her. But um, we do have a couple things breaking news. Uh, you have one in the NBA. What is the NBA planning on doing? Oh, they're about to televise televise the NBA team drafts portion of the you know All Star Weekend. Perfect. Yes, and they said after public outrage, outrage of not. It was ridiculous they didn't do that last year. Y'all, it's about to be so fun. It's gonna be good. Somebody's gonna pick. It's, yeah, no, it's gonna be great. It's about to be so fun. Um. Another thing, breaking news, Le'Veon Bell. Now, this is it's kind of cryptic. It's very confusing. Le'Veon Bell, and I'll read what it says here from our source. I ain't giving you who our source is. It says, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell reportedly spotted in Pittsburgh gym amid Steelers contract dispute. Now, from this, the, 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 the vernacular of this, information makes it like a ymca gym yes makes it seem like he's at a public gym in pittsburgh so he's back in pittsburgh that's good at least um it's not clear if uh it's not clear if it's the pittsburgh steelers gym (laughs) which i don't think it is because you would have to settle your contract stuff first before you could be in the gym doing work um so yeah so he is back in pittsburgh for now uh, did you hear that there's a possibility that he may not even have to play a single game this year oh, this and he can still be a free agent? How? It just, look, I don't even know how I was watching. I can't remember what show it was, but whoever was on there, which is like, oh, by the way, you know, the whole thing that everyone just thought like he has to play at least six games this year surprise, surprise. oh by the way there's a way that he doesn't even have to play a game and still be a free agent um so yeah so that may happen but hey at least he's in pittsburgh now and um some breaking news on the political side you want to hear okay attorney jeff sessions resigns at donald trump's uh request don't be rude so yeah so jeff sessions is out this could potentially be a good thing or a bad thing. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's man. It's like the evil you know versus it could, this could be anything. <laughs> man, oh, man. This is about to be pretty crazy. Well, uh, before we roll out, um, any shot? And, uh, well, we know the typical shout outs. Uh, OSS 980, Other Side of Sports 980, uh, Harold Laws, Aaron, Jeff, D., uh curls and sports uh, erica fernandez of the zone and bso um sports talk tasha also for bso hand down man down podcast my boy danny locked on wizards that's uh becca winkert we got to get her on the show because she's really big on with the washington wizards so uh we got to organize that with her also um shut your face redskin rundown fourth and thirteen uh, working title podcast um after further review i think that's the name of the podcast oh man i may be wrong but hey i'll i'll, I'll give you the right he, name he's later. gonna figure it out yeah 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 
Uh, any anyone else that we need to give shout outs to? Um, I don't think so. I think that's you know. Whoa, we want to thank everyone who is faithful in listening to us. For sure, twenty five hundred total plays of our podcast. So yeah, I want to say thank you for everyone who listens to this. Um, if you want us to give your shout out, and we haven't given you a shout out. If you just want to say, Hey, I've listened to your podcast. I bang with you. Let us know. You can let us know on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, on Twitter. Smoke signal. Yeah. Our, <laughs> on Twitter, our, our handle is sports underscore reality underscore, but on everything else, it is the sports reality, um, for all of our other social media platforms. Uh, thank you, Matt, for everything you do. Until next time, everyone, the sports reality. Peace.